probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy. And welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud. And joining me in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. And with all that's going on in the world, the Bly puns felt a bit out of place. So this week there isn't one, whilst I've placed myself into self isolation. Oh, you naughty boy! Is that how we're playing our game now? Is that how we're doing it? Uh, I one week you. only, but who knows? Dude, I see you. I see you. Good for you, man. How on earth have you been, Master Hudson? All right, my friend. Inside safe and healthy is the first thing, of course, in these strange times we're living in. But um, yeah... Been uh, been kicking it old school, uh, being inside, reading books and stuff like that. And Disney Plus drops this week, so we in the UK and abroad have got that to look forward to. So that is going to help massively. But what about yourself? Have you had any uh, interesting trips or anything to discuss? Oh, mate, I have indeedy. <laughs> well, um, Matty Boy was very patient with me tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because um, I was a little late to our scheduled recording only because basically yesterday I think uh, McDonald's came out and said by the way guys tomorrow is the last day we're serving stuff then after that we're shutting it down we're gonna shut down yeah and um literally tonight Avril and I my missus and I we were gonna cook like salmon and stuff Mm. but I was prepping food for tomorrow I'm marinating some um chicken for a curry tomorrow (laughs) and so I did that and then tonight we got round to cooking the salmon and like we were like, look, we've got we've got like food in the fridge, we've got food in the freezer. Should we go get a McDonald's, like for old time's sake? And we was like, Hell yeah, let's go get some McDonald's. <laughs> so we went out and oh my days, Matty boy. Mate. The queue. The queue <laughs> was crazy. I went to all festival pleasure here oh, in yeah. Basildon in Essex. And uh, mate, it, like <laughs> the queue was going round the roundabout and everything near That's there. That's like, wild. It was crazy, man. So anyway, we're we're like there are these guys. We're we're at this roundabout. Yeah, this this guy like pulls up next to us. It's I think they're two like African people from their accent. They we, they pull down their window. They come up. They and they're speaking to Arely and I in our car. We we'll pull down our window, and they're like. um they go like this, excuse me, what are you doing here? What is this queue for? And I'm just there. I'm like, oh, it's for McDonald's, mate. He goes, McDonald's? Ha, 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 just drives off. off. <laughs> he just drives off. I was like, flipping hell, mate. So Welcome I made that dude you. laugh, man. I made that dude laugh. Apologies if I butchered the accent there. But um, yeah. Nessie in Basildon, wow. Mate, it, it, was, it was absolutely... It, it was jokes. And we were one of the last people to get served as well. Like there was a load of people behind us that got turned away. So no, I yeah. had a quarter pounder with no cheese. Not that I ordered it with no cheese. I just got my order wrong because I <laughs> guess they're stressing. Um, yeah, yeah I, I got a quarter pounder meal, fries, Coke Zero, nine nugs on the side that Arely and I share. So I have five nugs. She has four nugs. Oh, and nice she got story. like a muck, like a chicken sandwich, whatever it is, with chips too. So that's it, mate. That is our naughtiness. I'm sipping on a Coke Zero and ready to shoot the galactic breeze. 
What a king. I'm more jealous that you managed to get chicken from anywhere. But um, all that aside, I'm hungry for what you've been eating. I've got a cup of tea. I've just had a chocolate trifle um, because I was naughty and did actually go out to the co-op to get it earlier on. But don't tell anyone. So, my man, should we find out what's been happening in the galaxy? Mate, let's do it. Rosario Dawson is heavily rumoured to have been cast as Ahsoka Tano in Season 2 of The Mandalorian. A synopsis for the Cassian Andor series has described the show as a spy thriller. Greg Grunberg, who played Snap Wexley in the sequel trilogy, has confirmed... There is no special cut of The Rise of Skywalker. So for our main discussion, again, as we always say, for those on socials, you probably know what we're talking about, but for those who aren't following us or for those who may have muted us, who knows? We're talking all about Battlefront 2 from EA, how it went from zero to hero, from criticised to celebrated, from controversy to quality, because that is what it is now. So we thought we'd have a little chatty way about how the game itself, with the help of the developers and the fan base, has turned it around from this maligned uh, property to suddenly being you know, one of the best games there is to play out there at the minute. Uh, again, this all came from a couple of weeks ago when we did our BBC show, went for a cheeky pint, Luke hated his. Uh, outside, <laughs> he, he collared me, he said, right, listen to this, Hudson, I've got an idea for the show. And this is one of them. And again, as I mentioned, like last week's one, it had to do it also. It shook things up a bit, so... Yeah, we thought we'd have a little chat about video games this week, didn't we, mate? Yeah, man. Like, it feels um, it feels well overdue, man. Like the Battlefront mm. game has obviously been out for a while, um, but I think it's appropriate to talk about it. You know, there's been there's been a lot of things going on in the world, and um, I've been watching a lot of stuff online. But it's great to see a lot of people are finding time to sit down and chill a bit more. You know, and that is the benefit that is one of the uh, benefits of this kind of hard situation and by the way before we go on i just want to say if any of our listeners uh, if any of you guys are feeling a bit lonely a bit on your own we've opened up a uh, discord server mm-hmm. where if, if you don't know what it is it's it's like a group chat um and just ping us on social media or email us and we'll send you a code um, well, just contact us asking for the Discord server link and uh, we'll send it to you and you can join us. And there's already a community on there. There's like, I think just under 20 people or something on there at the moment, all chatting and uh, saying good morning to each other. So anyway, um, at the moment, a lot of people are playing games again. Um, but in the in the last few months, or, or dare I say year, really, it's been a, it's been a steady build up. It's fair to say Star Wars Battlefront 2 has turned itself around, you know, mm-hmm. to some capacity. But for us to do that, let's maybe look at the launch and the start of the game. How about that, mate? Do you know where the best place to start is? The beginning. I, always, I like your thing. This is why I have Lucas to co-host, because he's, he's the brains of the operation. I'm the brawn. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. November the 17th, 2017, which was released on. Uh, I remember it well. I remember. I remember. Um, I remember. We were. I went. We were speaking about whether we we're going to get it or not. Uh, this was pre the Last Jedi as well. So um, November the seventeenth, twenty seventeen. Did you get this opening day? Because I know I got it when it came out. I got it for the campaign, but uh, I definitely got it first day. Yeah, man. Like I, I went to Tesco 
in Pitsy and Basildon again. Basildon getting a lot of shout outs tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I went to I went to the midnight launch. There was a few people there waiting to get it. A few good vibes. Some people were like really annoyed to be up uh, that late. Um, and yeah, we all picked up our copy of Battlefront 2. Yeah, like you said, you know, this was the first canon uh, campaign we'd had uh, in a Star Wars game yeah. in years, in years and years and years and years. And um, I think from that very, the, the very nature of a single player game, better online uh, games and whatnot, more maps, mm-hmm. free DLC, you know, it had a lot going for it. From, from from the get-go it had a lot going for it and a lot was promised and i, I suppose when a lot of things are promised like that <laughs> you're, you're you're more likely to to mess something up or disappoint yes uh the game itself opened with a huge fanfare and i've got a list of what it opened with i'll get onto that shortly but a little thing called loot boxes was announced beforehand that ea were going to be using loot boxes which is basically uh upgrades which you pay for with real life money in order to get uh, ahead an advantage on the game this that didn't go i can obviously didn't go down well i mean you pay in the united kingdom you pay between 50 to 60 pounds for this game and I, it, I know that translates worldwide so you're already paying enough for a game let's not lie about it it's a lot of money so then to have to pay an extra 20 or 30 quid just to get darth vader or something or the emperor it rattled a lot of cages and uh, it actually uh, ea on a thread on Reddit, dropped a message about this, um, basically saying why they were doing it. And it reportedly became the most downvoted comment in the site's history, Mm -hmm. such as how many Mm -hmm. people were excited for this game and how badly they misjudged what people wanted from this game. The loot boxes were eventually um, sacked off. and We got microtransactions instead, which worked out a lot better. But yeah, I mean, to start with then, we had the loot box controversy that's even before the game came out and then when the game opened we didn't really have that many people really compared to the battlefront one we had luke leia han chewie lando yoda ray which is obviously new and then yeah. for the baddies we had vader palps boba fett bosk blyden versio uh, darth maul and kylo ren again who was new so we didn't have anyone particularly new and the planets i mean the even the planets weren't particularly that great with what we got um I can't even find the list, but they're on there somewhere. Since then, we've got a lot more. But to start with, it wasn't a good start, mate. No, no. There were some things that, like, initially disappointed me. I know we've not spoken about the campaign yet. I thought the campaign was good. It was fun. You know, again, it was like, it was the first one I'd done in a while that was Star Wars related. And there was canon, you know. So it was was refreshing from a certain point of view. But Mm. also, you know, it was short. Yes. It was real short, not super creative, um, and a little predictable. You know, Iden ends up turning to one of the goodies. She turns to the Rebellion, and, you know, it, it all becomes just like a little, oh, right, okay, I thought we were going to be the bad guys. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, it all before type thing. A little, yeah, a little predictable, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, and there were some moments, like there's a planet in Battlefront 2, uh, where the it's like an imp- a very pro-imperial planet. I'm pretty sure it's Vardos. where Iden... That's it. Yeah, that's where Iden's from. Yeah, it looks great. It looks it looks fantastic. And you can't even play that in the multiplayer. No, you're now, right. I found right. That at first, I found that really odd. I mean, now, in you know retrospect, it, it's 
I don't know if that's a good move or not. I just don't see how another map couldn't have hurt. I, I just don't get that. I don't get how you can turn that into... I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Well, the map's there, isn't it? I can say the map is it's a fully playable map on the campaign. I really dug the campaign. I fully agree with you. It's far too short. The What you had to do... At times, it felt like you had your hand held a lot. But it led up to the Battle of Jakku, and that was wild. True. Some aspects of that were mental, True. like flying the X-Wing over Jakku. And it's just literally everywhere. You, the screen is just filled with ships, debris, explosions. you got the comm chatter in your ear, which that was great for the canon junkies like me because it was tying into to the comics, tying into the Aftermath books. And if you read Empire's End and then play this game or vice versa, holy moly, it all feels... It, it's a great experience. So... The campaign yeah, true, actually, man. the campaign made Jakku great, and what I also liked about the campaign was we got we thought what we thought we got we got speculation about who Ray's parents were because he had mm. Iden Versio, and she was part of Inferno Squad, which was Gideon Hask and Del Miko, and then Iden and Del get together, and then the internet went ablaze. These must these are Ray's parents, and I remember everyone was convinced that Iden and Del were Ray's parents, and people were pointing to the Star Wars publishing imprint. Del Ray books, Del Del Miko Ray, Del Ray books, and they were saying there it is. There's the clue. Del Ray is named after Del Miko and Ray and all that. And I, th- it's it sounds great, obviously rubbish, but that was yeah. one of the best <laughs> things to come out of it was that absurd rumor. And obviously now we know that Palps is that Ray is a Palps. Sorry, but and the deal, the actual the resurrection DLC that they added, I liked that because it mm. just brought a bit more gameplay and it brought us right up to the Last Jedi. And again for canon. It was all tied in to the beginning of the Last Jedi. That dreadnought, or the beginning of the Last Jedi, the, um, the technical yeah, readout was obtained that. via Aiden, Zay Versio, and Shriv in the Battlefront game, and it just that worked, made it feel connected. Um, but that came afterwards, obviously. And then when, when we started off, yeah, the maps: Kamino, Kashyyyk, Naboo, the Death Star Two, Endor, Yavin Four, Hoth, uh, the Mos Eisley on Tatooine, Jakku, Takadana, and Starkiller. We also had a bit of Bespin. And then in, in uh, Starfighters, Kamino, Ryloth, Fondor, Endor, and the Unknown Regions. So for the maps, it was a bit of a case of we've seen it all before. And mm-hmm. I know we're getting it soon, but there were things like Scarif from Battlefront. I mean, I could have just brought that over. And now you mentioned Vardos. I mean, I don't see why they why they can't just drop it now and be like, hey, just, just as an added bonus, yeah, go man, and play on Vardos. There. Yeah, it's all there. It's all there, man. It just seemed... And for me... This felt like the start of the mixed times in Star Wars. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that sort of 2017 before, late period, yeah. Yeah, before, you know what I'm going to say, but before this, you know, you had Rogue One, which was an all-round <laughs> success. I don't think people even expected it to be as good as it was. It's, you know, in in, in many people's list of favourite Star Wars films or films in general, Rogue One is up there for so many people. So many including yourself. But this felt like the beginning, you know, because the the thing is, man, when people were saying, you know, these microtransactions are crazy and stuff, they weren't wrong. They Mm -hmm. were not wrong. EA and whoever was at the top, you know, making these decisions because I know Dice Dice are just out there making a good game. They're just they're yeah. just doing their best, making might I say a beautiful game. This game is stunning it from day beautiful. one. From day, this has got to be one of the best looking like like sci fi games 
going at the moment that has yeah. that has a campaign that has an online facility you know it is just it's how many good, people are being water. shot just just from staring at the surroundings i'm one of them yeah yeah exactly man it, that, we laugh that's true that is true it's i've done true. that i've just been a man but anyway um you know um, it, it shows the power of the fans, actually, mm-hmm. you, know? you know, and it makes me think of you know when that uh, Sonic trailer dropped a couple months ago, Sonic <laughs> yeah. the Hedgehog last year, I think, and people went crazy about it because it didn't. The, the Sonic looked naff. It didn't look like Sonic. It looked too humanoid and weird, and mm-hmm. it, it just didn't look great. And the guy said, "Look, we hear you. You know what we're going to do? We're going to change things up a bit." and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And do you know what? You've got to give it to EA for listening. I, I, I don't know if they had much choice, but maybe they did because the, the, the game was already released and people already bought it and people were already boycotting it, etc. Mm-hmm. But they listened. They listened. And do you know what, mate? They've stuck with it. They yes. have stuck with this game. This game has not just been left and forgotten. People, this came out in 2017. We're in March 2020. And this game is still getting updates. It's still getting support. Uh, that is absolutely mental. I think it's as popular now as it ha- as it was as it has been since launch. Right, it's more popular, if anything. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah. I think I said this on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, man. Like... I went there. So in the UK, we got these like trade in um, recycling media shops called CEX, Central Extra- Exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I went to one of those bad boys in Basildon. Again, hat trick for the shout out for Basildon. Oop. I went to one of those bad boys uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Battlefront 2 was, I think, it, it was like bordering on like the seven, eight pound mark, like under 10 pounds. Yeah. Bargain. Actually, this was a while ago. I think that was probably six months ago or something. But since then, Battlefront 2 has had a huge, and I mean huge, renaissance and um, what is it? Like an, an increase in playership. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's had a surge of popularity. That's it. It's it's had It's been huge. And I think we're going to talk about that. I think there's a few reasons for that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that game, that's £22 now. They've put it back up. They've put the price back up because people are buying it again. And and I know they do that with games. I know a lot of these places do that with games because I went to buy the Spider-Man game a couple of weeks ago. It was £15. And me being my tight self was like, oh, that's going to get, that's going to be cheaper in a couple of weeks. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> Guess what? It's gone up, mate. £20 now. I am a fool. I'm a schmuck. I, I did myself over. But there we go. I know what it's like to have a tight wallet, mate. I, I agree with you there. No, it's it's grown and grown and grown, and a lot of that is because of the they got rid of those loot boxes and they brought in the microtransactions, which they said they were going to bring in, which we would use credits to buy. However, crucially, you use the credits you earn in game to buy these uh, cosmetic upgrades. So it could be characters, it could be new skins, weapons, whatever. But you have to graft in game to get them. But you don't mm-hmm. spend your own money, so it can't be just. Um, let's say uh, Luke Bly, Blalo Ren spends sixty hours a week playing Battlefront Two to get his points, and then Jabba the Hutt over here thinks, oh, "I'll drop a tenner, I'll get Darth, and I'll go, and I'll and I'll be immediately stronger than Luke, who's put more put more time into the game." The whole yeah. microtransactions thing levelled the playing field. I think for me now, if you're willing yeah. to put the effort in, or you're you want to 
you, the more you play, the more you get out of it without actually spending any money, which is brilliant. And that is a massive um, thumbs up to EA. And I feel like I shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, it feels odd saying thanks for not charging me for playing my game. But um, from oh, where we man, started, bad, you kind of have to. And that's um, shout out to I think it's Dennis Bronval, who is the uh, the head, the creative director for Star Wars Battlefront, and also people like Ben Walk as well on Twitter. He's been extreme. I think I think he's a community manager online. He's been very interactive with fans, listening, and a lot of the time being a sponge for a lot of people, just telling him how he's wrong and how bad he has done in his job and all that. And I mean, I don't envy these people, but what they've given us, like you've said, is continued support and development. They haven't just stopped. They've continued and carried on and carried on. We're getting new maps. We're getting new Age of eras. We're getting uh, Scarus coming back. I mean, they're not resting on their laurels. I mean, they could have quite easily dropped the game. Uh, last year they could have you know given us a rise of skywalker patch and then thought right we're going to hold production we're going to do battlefront 3 i don't know what you know ea's contract with lucasfilm is so i'm not even going to go there just yet but they could have just said right we're going to give you a battlefront 3 and start it again but no, they, they've got yeah. faith in this game and like you said the reason is because people are playing it and they've come to see actually that the perseverance that the developers put in has been rewarded by the fans and their reaction and the two go hand in hand and look what we get of course, man. They've. I think what's happened is something high up at EA. I th- I feel like they've had to change their attitude with their games and with how their company works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're trying to push this community thing. Yeah. You know, for some games the microtransaction works, and some mugs like sign up for it and love it. I.e. FIFA. You can launch a FIFA game every year, man. People, millions of people are going to buy it. Yeah. Millions of people are going to spend on microtransactions. It's just the way it is. This is the way. Yep. Star Wars isn't FIFA. Battlefront isn't FIFA. It's different. And it, it should be treated. And, and neither is it Call of Duty. Neither is it for, um, Fortnite. It mm. is a different kettle of fish. It needs to be respected as such because it is Star Wars. You know, and I hate to get on my Star Wars box here and go, you know, blah, 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 Star Wars, Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. But it's, but true, it's though, true, man. To a, yeah, to, a certain, to a point, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it does need to be respected. But here's here's some uh, figures I've got for you, man. Like since, cool. and, and bear in mind, this is, this is from February. This is some data from February. Now, I know the world is shutting down at the moment and pretty much financial statistics pretty much don't count at the moment it's like we're in a null and void situation so bear in mind this from february uh 2020 that in the last six months ea ea stock went up has gone up 22 percent on the nasdaq that is mental right so stock in ea has gone up 22 percent remember stock in ea fell sharply after the release of battlefront 2 big people People lost confidence, man. Like, people, th- this was a big deal. This was a big launch of a game for EA. This was a huge strategic mm-hmm. thing, right? Disney weren't happy with it. No no one was, ha- was happy with how the launch went. But now it's changed, people. It has changed. And so maybe, Matt, we've mentioned it already. Like, we've mentioned it a couple of times about the continuous support. Mm-hmm and updates and free downloadable content free dlc let's talk about that because i think that is you you can't talk about this subject without talking about the free dlc and support this game has got mate they've been 
they have been excellent with that and i and i this is the problem I was, my high horse time i see so many people saying oh why can't he just go why can't he just give us this why can't he just give us that i imagine in my tiny brain it takes quite a long time to create just one of these maps and landscapes let alone you know pulling oh, six or seven out of your ears since um the start we've had Jabba's palace on tatooine uh, Kessel, oh, yeah. Scarif is coming. Uh, I think it's coming this week or next. Geonosis, Felucia Crate. We've had oh, Dakar. Those prequel maps, man. Mate, Adrian those Kloss. prequel maps. They look, <laughs> who, who thought we were ever going to get Felucia? And we've got Adrian Kloss from The Rise of Skywalker. We've had, get this That's for a, a list. Kenobi, a Anakin Skywalker, Dooku, Grievous, Finn, Phasma. We've had Clone Troopers, Droidicas, Resistance and First Order Geezers, BB-8, BB-9E. We've had Supremacy, a Hero Showdown, Hero Starfighters, Ewok Hunt, Extraction, oh. Co-op's been upgraded, and they had a Jetpack game limited as well. That's just what they've been giving us for free. I mean, these guys work their backsides off to give us this. And yes, they could probably charge us £10 per map, or like they did on Battlefront 2, or even a fiver. Here you go, for a fiver or a ten, you get a map and you get two heroes for it. Okay, it's money, but, you know, it's fine. I could accept that because I did it for Battlefront. I just don't want to pay to, you know, upgrade to Han Solo's beard. Um, but that's just what they've given us. And again, that's not even including all the weapons and vehicles upgrades and whatnot now. So, I mean, just that list is incredible. And we've had the, um, we've had the Clone Wars era, the last Jedi and the Solo Star Wars story era. And we had a little bit for the rise of Skywalker as well. So, I mean, it's not like they, they haven't, just, it's not like they just given us a little bit here and there, They're like full blown maps and new characters and you know, it's so good. people who dive into the um, into the game frame seem to be pulling out all these new characters we're supposedly getting, which would just be great. I mean, some of them are long overdue, I think, as well. But I'm not going to sit there and complain to EA because just that list alone of what they've been given us. I mean, there's about seven different variations of the Falcon. You could even play as Tally Lintra's A Wing, which I did get enough credits for. And it's it's. I'm getting excited thinking about it because I want to go and play it now. Man, I generally man, want I know, to go man. and sit there and play it. And that's just what they've given us. So, yeah, on to the point. DLC, they could have charged us a little bit of money for these updates. They didn't. You know, I'm obviously, I'm going to hold my hand up and say I'm so grateful they didn't. But I'm also grateful for the work that they've put in to give us this because I absolutely, now I don't care what map I'm on. I dig every single uh, one of yeah. these maps. There's an aspect of each of them I love. Even though Crate, I, you know, Crate is a killer for me. But um, yeah, mate, it's blowing my mind what we're getting for free. But yeah, that key word, free. Mate, it's mad because you, you buy this game and that's it. Yeah. You know, like the game has like pretty much doubled yes. from, from an online perspective since I've bought it. And I know there's more stuff coming. I know they're going to be supporting this game for ages. And mm-hmm. that, that just feels absolutely crazy. And it's it's actually lovely to see this turnaround, this kind of like Cinderella story in this game, right? Because I, I loved and enjoyed the first Battlefront, the reboot from 2015. I thought it was good. It was mm-hmm. limited, no single player. The maps got a bit repetitive. Guess what? I still played the heck out of it. I yep. still had loads of friends I'd play online with and that, have loads of banter with. It, the it was guys. It was great. It was great. Star Wars Battlefront 2, bro, like, I have sunk so many hours into this game. I, I find it so easy to play. We're all working from home at the moment, mate, boy. Yeah, we, we, You know, a lot of people are quarantined and self-isolating, and rightly so, rightly so. And yeah. I know it's hard times at the moment. So I'm there. I'm at my table. I'm typing away, blah, 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 blah. I've eaten my lunch, yeah. 
And uh, I'm like, right, now I'm on my lunch, yeah? And then what am I going to do? Do you know what Luke Blywalker does, mate? Battlefront 2. Battlefront 2, that's right. That's right, I, mate. I jump, I jump straight on the PS4. I do a little bit of Galactic Assault. Yeah, I played on Naboo. I was a clone trooper. Pow, pow, pow. I came fifth, by the way. Nice in nice. the whole game. I was like, I was pretty pleased with that because I never get top rankings. We I can't got, all be ant shot first. That's a, yeah, no shout out. You know, we can't all be that dude. Legend. Um, but no, like, so I got fifth. I played mostly as Yoda. Mate, I was, I was having so much fun. I was having such a good time. And guess what? I played yes. a bit of Ewok Hunt under, yes. after that. I had a bit of time. I had like 10 minutes to spare. So I was like, you know, I'm going to do a bit of Ewok Hunt. And I don't, I don't know what's going, going on, mate. There must be something in the water. I smashed it today, mate. I was a stormy. I got the. I went into the cave. You know, there's a cave, and you yeah. can get like you can upgrade your blaster, and you have like a permanent light, and you get like a little fire grenade. I had one of those, and I had a stormtrooper um, find me. Yeah, and we just stuck together the whole time, and I was shooting down Ewoks and that, and we made it to the ship safely. Boom, boom. What a boom. king! What a quality, man. mate. Quality. That is a great point that you could just go on there, 10 minutes, half an hour, sink your teeth in, have a good time and come off. And it's funny right. because you can do that, but with all these constant updates and interaction and engagement, the game uh, is it, two and a half, nearly three years old. The game doesn't feel old. It still feels fresh and relevant right. and, and, you know, urgent and vital because of that support from EA. And this isn't, you know, this isn't us meant to be blowing smoke for EA. You know what I mean? We'll acknowledge all their faults. However, you've got to praise them when they do a job well done. And yeah. this game still feels vital. It doesn't feel like a game which has come into the end of its course now. The fact that we can just go on for half an hour still, a great time, but not kind of treat it as an afterthought. I'm excited to get off this podcast. I never thought I'd ever say I'd be excited to stop talking to Blilo Ren. But I want to go and play some Battlefront, man. I really want to go play Battlefront too. Um, and that's mate. because the game still feels fresh, mate. And you can play it. You can play it from five to ten minutes, mm-hmm. or you can you can actually sit there and hardcore it and like whip out six hours on it. That's like, just capital supremacy. <laughs> quite comfortably, yeah, capital supremacy. But even like uh, last summer, just gone, me and the boys went down to Isaac's pad, Blyzak. We uh, Blyzak, and um, we spent the weekend there. But on the Sunday, Sunday morning. Just got he just got like the um the controllers out. We were doing split screen battlefront. Sweet. Do you know what I mean? It was just like it's it's such a good game and it, it really has become such a str- a strong bit of entertainment. And listen, guys, Matt and I aren't here like full on gamers. Yeah, no. we're not here, we're not anticipating every new game coming out and that sort of thing. We're not that. We're Star Wars fans. So we're speaking to you as Star Wars fans, and there are games that suck as a Star Wars fan, and there are games that are just outstanding as Star Wars fans. And dare I say, this this entry, Battlefront 2, it felt like it was middle of the road. And, mate, I can't lie to you, it is definitely, definitely towards some of my most memorable Star Wars games I have ever played in my life. And I'd be a liar if I said otherwise. Wow, that's high praise. Um, it also got the tie-in novel, Battlefront 2, Inferno Squad. I say that because I'm literally looking at it on my bookshelf now, written by Christy Golden. So, we, so any bit of multimedia has always got to have a tie-in novel. Quite a good book, though. Of that, course. Wasn't? Star though, Wars, man. He, it's it. Even though it introduced us to a, um, Saw, Saw Guerrero's partisan group 
Uh, this is post Saul Guerrero after he'd uh, died on Jeddah. They were called the Dreamers, which I still think is the worst name for a for a That's you know stupid. terrorist group. Hey, we're the Dreamers. I don't like that. But okay, so hypothetically now, you can go. You can go to EA's offices tomorrow. I mean, why wouldn't they want you there? And they say, okay, Luke, you know, we like you. We think you're great. We listen to the show. You got great hair. We're gonna get, we're gonna let you have. We're going to let you, you... You can have any map you want from Star Wars. Any planet which isn't already in the game and any character, hero or villain. Who would you... I know this is putting you on the spot, but if you could pick any like, map and hero, who would you put on there like, now? Um. Oh, that is a hard one. Uh, I'm probably going to go for one of the Clone Wars era Ooh. or prequel era ones because despite the fact that well, I love all the eras, bro... You know, I I love when it comes to the combat and when yep. it comes to the actual quote unquote war of Star Wars. Give me that prequel stuff. Yes, give me that prequel stuff. You know what, mate? Yeah, I'm thinking. If you say the one, I'm going to say. I'm going to th- I'm going to say two things. Can I Go be on. cheeky? And you can tell whatever you want, mate. First, first one, Mustafar. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, really? Yeah. Mustafa, How cool would that man. be? Bro, that would be so sick. That would be so, so good. So good. <laughs> but, no, the the other one, the other one. There is another one, and it's this is one of my favorite planets in the whole in the whole of the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Jeddah. <gasps> oh, mate. Oh, yeah. And I know, I know. Maybe at face value, it may, it feels like it would be bigger than the Moss Eisley map. Like you mm-hmm. could do it. Like you can't do Galactic Conquest on Moss Eisley, can you? Uh, like it's too small. No, I think. Or they've not introduced it to that era. I don't think anyway. But anyway, like Jeddah, man. Oh my days! Imagine that bad boy. Yes, I can. All those, all those weirdos and their hats walking around, and all those like the people you saw in the background, just in on of Rogue One, just in the streets. A couple of the Guardians of Wills maybe helping you out, mate. I would dig that, and it given. And I mean, who would, who could be a hero then? Let's let, we've let, we've already had Jin and Krennic on Battlefront. Who would you mm. pick as a hero then for that time? I think uh, an obvious one would be Cassian. That would mm-hmm. be good yeah. fun. Um, by the way, I'm not sure on the whole Roly hero thing. You know, uh, like you got BB-8 oh, and BB-9E. Yeah. Lots of people that, like them, but I... Yeah. I know, but that doesn't seem... I don't know. It, it doesn't gel with me. Like, isn't it just, it's just a droid, so mm-hmm. you could have like a hundred of those. They could they I, would I be know. better as reinforcements rather than heroes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It seems more appropriate, but I suppose mm-hmm. you could make that argument with all like the non-force and non-super people, I yeah, guess. Yeah. In this, like, yeah, anyway... Yeah, I'd I'd say uh, Cassian. I think that's a good shout. What about you, Brian? Um, uh, a planet I would have gone for Mustafar because uh, you could you could go outside. You could even maybe a little fart on the lava on the high ground. But you could also Same. do it inside where Anakin slaughtered those separatist fools. Um, so you got inside and outside there. Um, for a character, you know what? I'd love to see someone like Ezra Bridger, like Ezra Bridger oh, or something like that. Like, good shout. Something from anime or Kanan, but something from the animated, and then obviously Ahsoka Tano as well. There's big rumours uh, that they're going to put Ahsoka in there, or, or that they already have done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and even Padme, they think, is going to be in there as well. <laughs> as for a planet, <laughs> I'm trying to think, what's, what, what sequel trilogy planets do we go to? I mean, I think we've pretty much all of them are in the game, aren't they? A lot of them are. There's, there's, there's still, are. yeah, there's still a lot you could. Obviously, Crate comes to mind. I'd love Canto by it. That'd be sick. That would be wicked. I mean, Takadana, we've got so good. That, that would actually be good, just because it's different. 
And again, you've got the beach. You've got the field where um, Rose, my girl, shout out, let the father year free. Obviously, you've got the, the streets of Antonica or Dubrovnik. Uh, and the casino. Mm-hmm. Imagine, imagine, imagine just being Finn and shooting fools up in a casino. How wicked yeah. would that be? Yeah, because we've got um, Taco Dana. We've got Starkiller Base. We've got Jakku. Uh, so we've got pretty much all of the planets, most of them anyway, are in the uh, sequels. There's obviously a couple of them. But, I mean, I would have would have said Camino, but we've got that. Utapau as one. I'm just thinking of prequel. Oh, that would be great. That'd be cool. Well, why not chuck in this curveball? Otogunga, the underwater city on Naboo from the Phantom Menace. Ooh, everyone's just swimming spicy. around. I wouldn't mind a bit more Phantom Menace action, to be honest. Yes, do that because you've got the bubbles where they all live, and then you've obviously got to, you have to swim between each one. That'd be sweet to not get run over by by something, and then you've got to get to the bubbles, and then you get to fight as a Gungan. Maybe I'm not saying Jar Jar. I'm just saying a Gungan. Now, I I wanna I wanna bring this back to to a bigger point, Matt. Go on, sir. So I think it's it's safe to say the reason Battlefront Two, and I mean people, you you let's let's have a little story time, yeah. Like we, they announced the Lego Star Wars game was coming out, people went crazy. As in the uh, Skywalker side one, mm-hmm. people went crazy. Jedi Fallen Order comes out, yeah people go crazy it's yep. it's critically this this game has been received so well and one of the biggest games of the last few years mm-hmm. uh, as a single player um story you know it's been very well received and there was that time I, I mean i see it every now and then now but i think it's fading away a little bit but there was a good there was a time where for a good like two months or so everyone on instagram twitter tiktok facebook were having Lego Star Wars avatars. Yeah, you mean be telling me about this, yeah. Do you remember that? And it, there mm-hmm. were so many people, left, right, and center, people on YouTube, like the lot, loads of people had it, including like lots of famous people. Apparently it started off with a TikToker, someone on TikTok did it. And um then like this house where loads of TikTokers that all those guys did it and it just it, 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 it was like a virus, if you pardon the pun and the uh, bad timing. <laughs> um, it was it, it just spread. It spread everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And um anyway, so people were doing that. Now people think that Battlefront was on the app anyway, because of the free DLC, because of the supported content, because the game is actually good and people are logging on the planet and they're enjoying it, but people think that after Fallen Order, once they completed that, they went to Battlefront again. Yep. And they tried Battlefront again. And it was almost a different game to what they initially were playing. And people have stuck with it. And the playership has skyrocketed. There are people on YouTube that stream it all the time. Twitch people stream it all the time. It's it's become a popular game. It might not be the most popular, but it's very popular. Now, let's let's bring this back. What can we learn from this? Or better, what could Lucasfilm and Disney learn from this? Because I I feel like the reason Battlefront has improved, the reason Star Wars Battlefront and Star Wars Gaming is relevant again is because they listened. EA listened. Now, there was pressure there from Disney. There was pressure there from fans. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But... They were justified. And I can't help but think, let's use this analogy to to look at the situation of Disney, Lucasfilm. We, I love the, the sequel trilogies. Oh, it's trilogy. <laughs> but your films, they were, they were, it was a mess. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, you can tell 
it was done in three parts by three different people and then the last person was replaced and that was kind of a rush the last chapter you can tell the force awakens had more time to breathe yeah. you can tell the last jedi went for something different but maybe wasn't as cohesive as it should have been and therefore your third chapter is kind of a mess i love it but it's a mess mm -hmm. and what can we learn going forward disney lucasfilm look at ea look at star wars battlefront 2 and the renaissance it has had i agree to a point because a lot of people were saying that what they didn't like about the rise of skywalker was how it was apparently pandering to the fans that jj wanted to give the fans what they wanted and it ended up being the film that we got now i but i do agree that to to an extent um fans should be included or should, they certainly should have the fans best interests in mind because you mentioned the sonic the hedgehog one earlier on and that is kind of like the yin and the out, like the best and worst of both worlds because the best of it is that they released it they realized actually that look this isn't gonna this hasn't been well received by the the demographic or the the target audience we're going for let's go back and make the best product we can do and in fact that song the hedgehog film wasn't actually that bad it was, a, it was better than i thought it was going to be the on the flip yeah. side of that though should people online or just fans have should they be anywhere near these kind of decisions to the point where they can overturn a studio decision you know because in the end of the end we are the we are the paying uh we are we we, we, got, we we pay our money to consumers but should we have that power to be able mm -hmm. to influence decisions for example in this case of ea you're right it actually has worked because the fans aren't sitting here or well, not the level-headed ones demanding i want this and i want that we just wanted a better experience a better game and pretty much what we thought we were going to get and you know a bigger experience and you know ea have sat there They've done it. They've had their community groups on Reddit, on the guys on Twitter as well, and, uh, and wherever else. And they've had the constant community updates. So they've been engaging. And on that yeah. level, absolutely. I, I just don't want to get to a point where, where the, the fan entitlement, and, and don't get me wrong, you, me, and the listeners, we're not saying we are entitled. But I'd hate to get to a point where the fan entitlement gets to a level where we're actually influencing you know artistic or creative decisions because no, no, you know no, we, we don't stupid. want this yeah you know, we want luke skywalker to be putting star destroyers out of the sky yeah, ooh, no, whilst stupid. he's sleeping however to your point to what you said to, to the like the what you were going for yeah what ea have done they should be applauded and what if, if it's going to be the high republic or whatever the next series of films are going to be i think disney could do or and lucasfilm sorry could do worse than to look at EA's model because they have come like a phoenix from the flames. Battlefront yeah, 2, not received well. They've gone back to the drawing board. They've given fans what they wanted, but they've also stuck to their own guns. They haven't just caved in. And at the same time, EA, obviously another branch off, have given us Jedi Fallen Order, which was for the most part critically acclaimed and lauded. So yes, you know they get exactly. their output is getting better they, and better. They've got their they've got their they've got their behind into gear, man. And that's the thing, right? Is is that and and that's not that's not necessarily what I was what I was trying to imply that it's to it's the fans' responsibility to say this and do this. Of course, oh, no, it is yeah, to that's what I, mean. I know you weren't getting that, but there are people out course, there unfortunately who go try too hard. Yeah, yeah, exa exactly, exactly. There's a there's a way to do things, and but the but the truth is the internet exists. Yeah, the internet ain't going away anytime soon. YouTube channels and and whatever, whatever multimedia avenue you listen to, whatever, they ain't going away anytime soon. They're always going to mm -hmm. be there. What you do, though, 
is you hire the right people, you make sure your projects stay on track, yeah? yeah? You make sure things don't get changed around and chopped around and you do this and do that, yeah? You make it consistent and you try your best to make something that is original and will satisfy the vast majority of people easy, right? Yep. Easy. Sounds easy. easy. If you want a project Sounds manager, easy. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm here. But for of course, rate. It's, it's a difficult, it is a difficult thing to do. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. And, it, and nothing is always going to be 100% well received. But what you can do is look at the way EA has looked after its Star Wars license and the Battlefront game in particular. It get, excuse me. Again, it's not been perfect yeah, and, it, and it has room to improve. But they've 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 been proactive, mm-hmm. and how could Lucasfilm and Disney be more proactive with the Star Wars IP from a film and live action perspective? They can plan it better, yeah. You know, it, and, it, and it, that's the simple. things. Yeah, it, it, that is true. It's like, well, yeah, that's a start. Just like with Battlefront Two, believe it or not, charging your your player base more money to win, yeah, at the start ain't a good idea. Nope. Some take that away. That's a start. Do you, do you get my? Do you get my? Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you alienate people, but yeah, and it did. Star Star Wars Battlefront Two, man. I I I am thoroughly loving this game. I cannot wait for the Rogue One expansion, bro. Give me, give me that DLC, and we're going to be playing this for evs, mate. I I I would. You know what I want to see? I want to see an extension to the campaign. I don't know how, but something maybe in between Last Jedi. The Rise of Skywalker, or just take, or during the Last Jedi, whilst the events of the film are going on, expand the expand the campaign, man. There's a solo campaign there. They gave us the Resurrection DLC. You got a couple of hours extra gameplay, and this isn't me again. I've got to watch what I've got to make sure people don't think I'm a hypocrite. I'm not demanding we get a DLC because well, why the games the solo campaigns already started. But I mean, we've got a built-in story, so I'd love to see them drop something else for the solo campaign. Also, because it gives offline players a chance to do a little bit more. Um, and that's something we haven't mentioned, is that obviously Battlefront 2, the vast majority of it, is online, which is great, because that's what it is marketed as. It's an online experience, and we, you and I have, and we, we have experience of that, with of playing online together. Um, but I'm also a big advocate. I love the offline experience. It's why I dug Fallen Order so much, and I really dig Fallen Order. Um, because I could just turn it on, play it offline, and I didn't have to worry about anything else. So I'd like mm. to see the, the the campaign added to, and I don't think they're going to create a new one, but I'd love to see like a little DLC somehow drop for that. I don't know what they could do, or they could do it like run concurrently with other stories in that existing campaign. But man, I'd love to see it ex- expanded upon, because I, I did enjoy the story. I, it was a bit, it felt a bit hand-holding, a bit rudimentary at times, but I enjoyed it, man. I like the characters. We've got people like Shriv. Shriv Sergav is like one of the coolest of all the new canon characters. People love Shriv. And he when he when he dropped in Resistance Reborn, he was in that, the uh, pre Rise of Skywalker novel and other places. People dig it when Shriv turns up. Uh Zay Versio, she was in the Rise of Skywalker novel as well, and Resistance Reborn. So they're using these characters. I'd love to see them uh, use more. And um like at the end of the DLC when they go to Pilio and you've got Luke Skywalker in the uh, observatory helping out with uh, Del Miko and then later on uh, Carlo Ren is torturing Del and Gideon's there and tying all that in it was great just to expand the story of Kylo Ren a bit so maybe they could use it to expand the stories of the sequel trilogy characters because some of them do need it a little bit but I'd love it man give Finn a post-rise of Skywalker story I don't know I'm just spitballing now and getting excited that's what Jabba the Hutt 
likes to do. But there's so much that this game can do. But the quality, the quality, wonderful thing is they've they've achieved so much from where they started. And in 2017, after completing that campaign in about five hours, and I'm playing through the maps and the characters <laughs> which I'd already done on Battlefront. If you told me two and a half, nearly three years later. I would be all over this game and it would be one of the best experiences in the games I've had. And it had got bigger and tripled in size. I would have said you are bonkers, bananas, crackers. But this is where we are, mate. They've, you know, they've, they've, over, they've, they've turned the ship around and from good management, good planning and good in consumer engagement, they've created a damn fine product. Mm, well said, mate. Very, Thanks, very mate. well said. Hi, I'm Ken Absock, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Star Wars Sessions, the best part around. Star Wars Sessions, the best part around. Star Wars Sessions, the best part around. Yeah. Star Wars Sessions, the best part around. It's over Anakin, we had the high ground. The Mandalorian and the child. It's time to shoot the Galactic Priest now. Star Wars Sessions, the best part around. Man, look on any platform. Spicy, so good in execution. You can sign up to the Patreon now. It's over Anakin, we had the high ground. The Mandalorian and the child. It's time to shoot the Galactic Priest now. Star Wars Sessions, the best part around. Damn. I want to play Battlefront 2, but before I do that, I will allow myself the joy of a quick drink in that Beautiful looking dive over there. Shall we enter the Bantina? Let's do it, Sam. Yes. You know this this uh, score every week. Every week we love to enter this Bantina. It's our anniversary. And, and Shriv. And we like to have a little drinky poos. And we like to shoot the Galactic Breeze with us. But more importantly with you guys. We asked you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy, for your thoughts regarding our main discussion on Battlefront 2 this week. Yeah, man. I, I, I mean, I'm drinking a McDonald's Java Juice Zero. <laughs> I'll have a Camino Crush. Yeah, yeah. The booze is all going into Matty Boy's drink. The, the, the lad. <laughs> the lad. There we go, people. There we go. Uh, up first, we got a voicemail from everybody's favourite Welshman. It's Tom Jones. No, I'm joking. It's Luke Summerfield, King of Wales. Hashtag derp. <laughs> Hey dudes, can I just say that it's been so much fun playing on Battlefront 2 with the both of you and how fun the live streams were with Anshot first or the uploads from the Xbox One Jedi. Battlefront 2 is fun, but I do wish it had the ability to just walk up to vehicles and jump in, much like the original games. I think the game has really invigorated fandom and adds a lot to the appreciation of all the saga. Godspeed Rebels, and remember, Palpatine loves a battlefront second. He can leave his hat on. Mate, what an absolute gangster. It's great to hear those Welsh tones again. Thank you for sending that in. Mate, yes, Battlefront 2 is fun, and obviously... The, the original capabilities from, from that game, from the OG Star Wars Battlefront games, I totally agree, man. Like walking up to the vehicles, jumping in, being able to pow, 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 it seems legit. The only thing I can think of is those original Battlefront games weren't exactly designed for the mass online playership that uh, Battlefront, the new era or reboot of Battlefront has today. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I, I imagine 
that kind of concept? Because you just know for a fact they've sat down and spoken about that, you know, yeah. and thought that's that's a potential. But they've probably thought, you know what? That's like people would be able to jump in here, get there, and it would break the game. Maybe, maybe that comes into it. But other than that, totally agree, Lukey boy. Yeah, and uh, if we hadn't have all played on the streams together, we'd never know that Luke Summerfield loves a good cup of tea as well. He stays in the back and makes a tea whilst the rest of us go and shoot the fools. Uh, yes, <laughs> we had a great time with those live streaming sessions. And yeah, I agree with what Blilo said. I, I, there are times when I walk past a vehicle and think, I wish I could just jump on that. But I mean, I don't know the technicalities of the ins and outs of gaming, if, they, if that's as possible. But the, for a Luddite like me, hopefully it could be one day. But I suppose on, on Hoth, you can just jump on a Tauntaun. They're playable characters and they're always fun to play play on. Um, but yeah, the game has helped fans to appreciate all of the saga. That's a big point I took from that. And uh, that is what this game has done so well. It's bridged the gaps so well. I mean, Lukey Boys always loves it. Luke Bly loves a good prequel session. I do. I do love a good prequel And I love seeing the sequels true. brought into it. But also, even the OT, I know it gets overdone, but I love seeing the OT uh, in, in brought into this new... Uh, new world, new, the graphics, and make it look even even spicier. So, um, yeah, shout out to Luke Summerfield for that voice matrix. Thank you very much, Lukey boy. We also got Hail Two Skins ninety eight. What a name! He said, I or he or she said, I like the heroes versus villains, but I wish there was an option to play the old version when there was one target you had to kill and one person to defend. I like the whole objective of that mode. Joe Caster, who said, how did those loot boxes turn out? What a turnaround, her huh? Battlefront Two is awesome now co-op mode for the win and local boy huh martin mead he said i have played it since day one and losing the loot boxes meant opening up to a wider audience putting out communication updates and community data regularly and set completion tasks to unlock items and free dlcs makes it one of my best games to play continually just to say i love it and yeah i agree uh heroes versus villains i have a few people have noted mentioned that jocasta co-op's my favorite mode martin shout out for keeping using that arrow map that's luke's um, influence that is and and what you've just said is what we've just said so we definitely agree naughty up next we've got Dimsky the king of Belgian patron and all round naughty boy who says I love it it'd be great if they added a few more weapons heroes appearances planets though I personally enjoy heroes versus villains a lot force pushing someone to their doom never gets old hopefully we'll get a battlefront 3 hopefully Hopefully, Dimsky. Now, up next, we've got Cuddy Bricks, who said, I never really had a console growing up. By the time Xbox and PS3 was all the rage, my body, my buddy <laughs> gave me his old <laughs> PS2. Um, yeah, my body gave me this PS2. <laughs> I just woke up and I, I laid the PS2 like an egg. <laughs> I hatched it. Um, <clears throat> he goes on to say, that is where I fell in love with the original Battlefront 2. Fast forward to two months, my cousin gave me his old Xbox One and a new Battlefront 2. It's the only game I've played and I'm loving it. And finally, we got Kelly Hoston, who said it's like a different game now. Love playing Capital Supremacy and on Felucia. I still get destroyed on Crate every time, though. Laughing emoji. Ha 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 ha. Kelly, Ledge, Cuddy, Ledge, Dimsky, Ledge. Ledge. I also get killed on Crate every time. Star Wars podcast, our friends over there said, brilliant and needed. If they hadn't, this is revitalized the franchise the game, if they hadn't done that, it could have ended in catastrophe for the Star Wars license. Patron, Renegade Six Killer and King said, it was great from the start. Loot box stuff just gave it bad PR, but amazing support since. 
fellow fellow Hudson, big boy, big brother, big boy, big brother. Sean Hudson said, love it. The gameplay, online, solo campaign, new planets appearing all the time. Next update request, ooh, add to the solo campaign rather than build a whole new game. More legs in that story, I reckon. Stay spicy, much love from the Grand Admiral Sean. And KT said, the story mode for Battlefront 2 was great. It was awesome to finally see the Empire's downfall from the perspective of someone who supports them. Everything that happens after that is an emotional and awesome roller coaster. It is. I love how characters we know and love are weaved into the story and play quite a large role in changing events. By the way, I will say that scene at the very end when Ren was torturing Dell was brilliant. Great solo campaign. My only complaint was that I wish it was longer. You can beat that in under three mm-hmm. hours if you're quick enough. Anything KT says goes. KT Ledge. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And finally, we got a naughty little voice message. Then, then, what am I saying? Then, let me start again. We got a naughty little voice message from Darth Doldo. So I was always a massive fan of Star Wars Battlefront 2. Absolutely adore the story mode. I love the book that ties in with it. It's just such a great story. Love the character of Aiden. Um, and I also love the uh, the game itself. I love the fact that you know, it was so connected to the prequel trilogy and sequel tri- trilogy, and it had content from all Star Wars um, media. Anyway, I really like that the developers listened to the fans and took the feedback on board and just really like made the game so much better than it is. And they've and they've continued that momentum. They haven't just sort of given up and just sort of gone, oh, you know, with the backlash, they could have just gone, oh, who cares? Leave it where it is, you know. But they actually worked on it, listened to the feedback, and made such a great game. So yeah. It's an amazing game, and I hope everyone's staying safe and well, and may the force be with everyone, always. What a voice. What a voice. What a man. Oh, this dude oozes positivity, guys. What a ledge. Bro, that was one of the things that I loved about Battlefront 2, man. The the connection to the prequels and the sequels, bridging that Star Wars mythology. I'm just there eating it up, mate. Nom, 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 nom. Like a massive McDonald's order on the last night of service. Like a fat off McDonald's order <laughs> where I get a quarter pounder and they don't add the cheese. Yeah, I suppose we'll let them off tonight. That's one thing we didn't actually mention is Aiden Versio is the protagonist of the entire thing. An entire new character brought into canon, a fairly big player as well, in, an, in a game. True. Big deal, yeah. actually. That was Janina Gavanka. I did a great job voicing and mocapping her as well. So shout out to Janina. Yeah, yeah we never mentioned shout. Aiden, actually. No, 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 we didn't. We didn't have time. But hey, no, Aiden's awesome. I, I liked it. Although, again, the twist where she becomes a goodie, bit predictable, but yeah, I'll let it slide. She's she's pretty cool. We had, a, we had a cosplayer at MCM last year who came as Aiden as well, didn't we? We did, and you introduced her to the Blyden Versio idea as well. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, she was slightly on it. She was on I don't think the Albirios. Yes, she was. Um, she was on the old Kef beer. I'm very sure we gave him a business card, and we were like, "Hey, catch yeah, us on Spotify." Yep. Bye. And if you listen to that MCM show from last year, you'll hear her on there. Um, so you can hear her sweating through the microphone. But Luke Bly did a great job of interviewing her. She was a wonderful. Was Iden Versio, and I, and we didn't get a chance to speak about Iden, but that's why we get people like Darth Dudo, the ledge on here, to do it for us. So. Thank Thank you for that, mate. Thank you to everyone who sent in comments. For those we didn't get to, please do keep sending them in and we will always try to make time for for new comments coming in. So um, thank you again. We really appreciate your engagement and support and words. And speaking of which, every week we go to our Patreons, the greatest patrons in the galaxy. 
And from a three dollars tea, you get to ask us one question per month. So, what did we get this week, mate? We got a cheeky little question from none other than Daniel Wells, who's become a patron. And I know Dan. I know Grant known Dan, man. He's a, he's a good lad, he is. He, um, he, he is a naughty boy. He goes, do you think the Star Wars IP should be given to a different publisher? All EA seem to do is not deliver on promises. Since having the IP, they've shut down 13 game studios, including the pandemic guys who brought us the original Battle front games they have also cancelled three games entirely no other studio has ever done this i feel like it should be given to someone else who will actually listen to fan feedback and give the studios the creative freedom to make a good game what are your guys thoughts dan that is a phenomenal question that is a classic dan question i know dan and dan grew up he, he's a bit of a gamer he likes his games um Right, so EA is an absolute monster. That's these big corporate conglomerates. They they do have a habit of taking over smaller companies, eating them up, incorporating them, and basically shutting them down. But taking some of the staff or technology or programming or whatever. Um, so it, when when you say you know shutting down 13 game studios hey i it, as much as that might suck it also doesn't surprise me that that happens on a daily basis um in in many 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 brands and businesses and corporations the star wars games that's the thing that bothers me the star wars games mm-hmm. i don't know how the developments went that's the thing was the game just a bit naff do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Was yeah. it that it was a bit bad? Because people look, I remember seeing a meme uh, a couple of years ago or last year or something, and it was like a comparison of this is how many games we got from uh, 2000, like 1999 to 2005. And there, there was like 20 or 30 Star Wars games, mm-hmm. right? And they went, this is what we've had uh, from 2014, so when Disney bought Lucasfilm to now. And there was like three games. There was like, Battlefront 2, Battlefront, and like Galaxy Heroes, and maybe one other art I'm forgetting. Um, mm. But the, the point is, is those those older games, they weren't all good. Yeah, There was a lot of naff games. Quality over there. quantity, there were, is there, mate? That's it. And back in those days, you know, it felt a bit like it was just kind of like a skin like a, it was it was like a strategy game with a different skin on it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It, it yeah. was like... It didn't feel unique. Like, yeah, it, but... However, do I think... Now, I'm not clued up on the gaming industry. I don't know what studio would do a better job. I'm sure there are studios that would do a better job. I'm just going to put that out there Mm -hmm. right now. I'm sure that is true. I was always a fan of keeping the games within the Lucasfilm brand, keeping it within LucasArts. But obviously, that was shut down and let go of. Um, Maybe they were well behind uh, technology-wise, the likes of EA and dice i don't know it's a very good question i don't know i feel though i don't know enough facts to make a conclusive and concrete answer for it but i don't think it would hurt to to, for disney to be a bit tough on them actually to be a bit tough on the ea so that they do give us the best games and experience uh possible it's an interesting one that's for sure but i think ea have shown that they listen to the fans with the battlefront community and Jedi Fallen Order was boss as well, but I do think that engagement is getting is better now. But uh, of course, but with Battlefront, 
being a community-driven game, they're always going to have a community of which to engage with. Jedi Fallen Order isn't as much a community-driven game. So had that blown, you know, would there have been as much interaction and engagement? Who knows? Thankfully, that game was boss. We don't have to worry. But However, like you say, so many projects have fallen by the wayside that the video game armour things can feel a bit like the movies in the issues that they face. Like the, issue, the movies, directors and films and ideas just get cast aside um, at the click of a finger. And it, it would appear, from what you said, Dan, that that happens in video gaming as well. Um, but mentioning creative freedom, that's an issue now with these uh, with the interconnected canon. Because you can't just come out now with a game about a smuggler set in the Return of the Jedi era. Because it has to adhere to the canon now. Uh, unless they're going to make it a Legends game. And I don't think they're going to spend money, time and resource on something which isn't canon anymore. Because uh, initially, Jedi Fallen Order wasn't actually allowed to use the word Jedi. They were banned. They, they couldn't They couldn't have Jedi in the game. They couldn't have people say Jedi. They were going to have to call them Force users. But eventually, Lucasfilm bent to the will and the needs of the game. They realised that in order to make this game work and make it good, they would have to, you know, they'd have to cede the usage of the word Jedi. And look what we got. We got a much better game. Can you imagine if, if um, Cal Kestis and the rest of them were just referred to as Force users? And that's a that guy over there, she's a dark side Force user. So mm-hmm. creative freedom isn't ever going to be there fully. But I don't know. I don't know other studios like like Blilo. I don't know any other studios who will be better. I'm sure there are people out there listening now who will be able to tell us. And I'd be interested yeah, actually yeah. in like seeing some studios and like some of the games and projects they've done to back it up with. At the minute, with what EA have done with Battlefront Two and with Fallen Order, I'm happy with what they're doing. I fully know that there's a lot of people out there who who despise EA having the license again. I don't know enough about why, and I'm not going to even try. But for for, for Battlefront Two, Fallen Order. I'm happy at the minute, and if they keep working with people like Frostbite to give us such beautiful games as Battlefront 2, and keep working with all the developers that like they have done with Fallen Order to give us such a great story-based game, I can't ask for any more than that, mate, but I do see the concerns, but creative freedom is something which I think we should all just not get too excited about, because they're never going to have that currently. Mm, that's a good point, mate. Strong point. Yep, and uh, speaking of strong and good, it's our boy again. It's the King of Wales, Luke Summerfield, with his monthly question. He said, when is the next Battlefront live stream session? Also, would you both, when it's safe to do so, have a lightsaber duel live? You run a poll to see who would win and work out a point system. Team HUD versus Team Bly. It's almost like Anton Deck. Laugh, lots of crying, laughy face emojis. Um... We'd need to get those guys you met at Comic Con, that lightsaber club, who we were just screaming at in the streets with commentary. They were wicked. <laughs> um, do you remember those lads? We were like, yeah, they called like the Silver Sabers, I think. That's it. They are a club, and they were they were outside the pub. This was like Comic Con had ended. The venue was like closing. That me, Matty Boy, and Isaac, we were like outside the pub. We, we'd already been to the pub and met some people, <laughs> and it was like bands. That we were outside there. There were loads of people there just put, like <laughs> flinging about these lightsabers and stuff. We were all holding our pints. We were only a few pints down. Like, mate, that was stuff. And we were just shouting out prequel quotes, yeah. like left, right, and center. It was, 
It was actually some of my. That was like one of my highlights of twenty nineteen. It, it was. This is aggressive that negotiations. And was, yeah, <laughs> you're meant to be balanced to the force, not even in darkness. That's it. Or after a short fight, the negotiations were short. There were so many <laughs> great <laughs> quotes, and this is tense. Uh, it was. Oh honestly, yeah. <laughs> I did film some of it. I, I might put some up um, over the week. I did film some. I don't know what on earth we filmed, but. I got those guys. So um, yeah, I'd love to get involved with those guys. Team Ant, uh, Ant and Deck, Lukey Boy would be Ant and I'd be Deck because I'm a lot smaller than Luke is. Um, would we do a lightsaber duel live? I mean, I could. we could do one. I'm not sure Stay how... tuned, Luke. i got ideas. I'm not sure how technically I... sound it would be, but I'm sure we could give I... it a go. Bro, I've got ideas. I'll talk to you later, Matt. And when I've this got guy's got a blind ear, he means he's got one. As for the Mate. next Battlefront 2 live stream, again, uh, with the... Obviously, the state of the world at the minute, you know, there's possible, there's chances for for uh, maybe one, maybe a slightly more regular Battlefront Two live stream session because you know we're we're around. Um, but yeah, we'll keep 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 your eyes on the socials because we'll drop when we're going to do one. Because I was thinking about one the other week, the other day actually thinking, let's get one together. We'll give we'll give the listeners a bit more notice, give them like a few days notice. We're going to be on at this time. Come join us. We'll stream it. Um, you know we're live on we're live on Star Wars sessions. Please do not swear and all that. And it it would be great. And obviously in these t- in these times when everybody's hopefully staying safe, it'd be great to engage on a live stream or on the Discord. So uh, yeah, watch watch this space for sp- live stream session and apparently for a lightsaber duel. Yeah, man, I'm gonna be filth all over that, mate. So if you want to join in the Patreon game, uh, you can do it at patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. This month, we've got uh, Jibber Jabber with Jabber the Hud, my show. We've, the journey with Luke Blywalk has dropped. We've had a podcast. We've had behind-the-scenes images. We've had a spicy video of Luke looking like a beefcake with a crisp <laughs> packet. Um, and there's other stuff coming up as well. In the next coming months, we've got more exclusive stuff as well, including some film stuff um, as well. So keep your eye on the Patreon. And you get to ask us a question if you join at $3 tier as well. So uh, for those who have joined, thank you so much. And for those who are considering it, thank you as well. And if you don't want to, we just enjoy your ears anyway. Hells yeah. That thing. Oh, there's barely anything in that. (coughs) It's gone to the back of my throat. The the execution. Yeah, the execution. Right, okay. Let me get on with it. I apologise, Matty boy. Uh, You can also buy T-shirts now. Woo, another merch. tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You've got T-shirts on there, the lot. We've got some dope like... Um, logo designs on there go have a look we've also got some other merch dropping in the near future stay tuned <laughs> it's good yes so uh, check those out guys and uh, speaking of checking something out and in these times we need something we need we need a calm voice in our ear who better than curtis smith with another brand new poem he's, he's, he's pulling them out for us try shooting down this one While working on plans for a Death Star Star Destroyer and dealing with the hassles of being Snoke's employer, I hit on an idea so small but obscene. It's time to execute Order COVID-19. Find me on Twitter at Star Wars Poet, on Instagram and Facebook at Star Wars Poetry, always Star Wars, always poetry, always original work, posting daily.
Curtis, thank you so much. We do appreciate you. This was done at the last minute. He, I, I generally think Curtis sat down within a minute's notice and did this. So, Curtis, thank you so much. And um, funny story about that. When we first landed on the moon, the astronauts noted that there was a print on the moon already that said Curtis Smith was here. <laughs> yes, it's a good one. It checks out. <laughs> yeah. What a lad. Always Curtis, always a spicy legend. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, a.k.a. Ezra Bridger, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game! Star Wars Sessions Game! That voice is appealing. You may have heard of it before. It's game time. It's my turn to host this week. So I've come up with a game, which mm-hmm. I did this afternoon because I thought it was Luke's week. So oh. this game, however, I've come up with one. It's called okay. Sessions Impressions, and it's got a twist oh. on what we've done already before. The name okay. of the game is to bring back the Bly Impressions, but with a twist. You're right. going to be given the name of a Star Wars character to impersonate... However, you have to impersonate them being another character. So, i.e., you need to be Watto impersonating Palpatine. What? <laughs> so, in, in a Watto voice, you say you need to do right. Watto pretending to be Palpatine. So, um, so first up, perception. That's it. First up, <laughs> Watto impersonating Palpatine. All right. Okay. Uh, so there I was in my Nubian, uh, and uh, I saw this Palpatine guy, and he was like. Uh, do it, uh, do it. Uh. <laughs> In his Nubian. In his Nubian, yeah, he's got loads of them bad boys. Right, some of these are going to be incredible because I don't know how you're going to do uh, them. I doubt that, mate. Let's let's give him a go. Here we let's go, like this one. Go. Han Solo impersonating <laughs> Captain Phasma. Oh my days. Uh, I don't know where to begin. Phasma um, doesn't really have many lines, but if you could remember yeah, any I'm of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What does Phasma say again? So, so glad you're back. That's so, it. so glad you're back. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Who gave you permission to remove that helmet? My brain just doesn't... It, it, it just, it's confused. It doesn't know what it's doing. How about this I'm one? I'm so confused. How about this one? Saw Guerrero <laughs> impersonating Poe Dameron. Um, so what does something uh, right? We okay, are the spark. So... We are the spark that will light the fire that will burn down the economy. <laughs> Too soon? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Saul Guerrero is really bad at impressions, so he just does it's just him. This is his voice. Save the dream, save the dream, save the rebellion. Save the dream. Next up, can you do? Can you? Can you pretend to be Ray, impersonating oh, no. Luke Skywalker? Ray impersonating Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So uh, Luke Ray voice. Oh, 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 Daisy, <laughs> is that you? <laughs> yeah, it's Daisy doing an impression of Mark Hamill moaning. <laughs> Sounds like Luke. No, the, character, great. 
the character of Luke Skywalker moaning because if you haven't noticed, he's a bit of a moaner. Yeah, all these people films. going around saying world's biggest op- optimist. Oh my days, you're having a laugh. He's not an optimist. I don't think he's ever been he, an optimist. He, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good guy, but he's not an optimist. So he's just like, oh, oh. There we go. Ray oh. in person in Scoot Skull. Here's another one. Larry's got, he's got, um, what's it called? Bowel problems. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the indigestion. That's, yeah. yeah, he's got an upset tummy. Yes. And that sounds like his tummy. Arr. Um, Can you do George Lucas pretending to be Ezra Bridger? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so um, he's going to just come out. He's going to have his lightsaber and he's just going to run over and he's going to be like this. Hi, I'm Ezra Bridger and... Um, I'm going to jump around and kill people and, you know, just do what do what Dave Filoni says. I trust that guy. He's a good guy. Not like that JJ guy. I don't trust him. He's a moron. He destroyed my baby. <laughs> Who the hell is Baby Yoda anyway? Who is that? JJ Slander. <laughs> yeah. yeah, by that point, he's already like a few G&Ts down. <laughs> yeah. He's had four of them. He's, he's hammered. He's sloshed. Um, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi doing a an imperson, impression of Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. Uh, you may fire when ready. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good one. <laughs> it's a combination of you may fire when ready and your new empire. <laughs> your new empire. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You yeah. may fire when ready. Uh, then you are lost. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker impersonating Finn. Um, okay. Um, Ray. 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 That's Finn's line. I don't like sand. <laughs> I don't like sand. It's the right thing to do. Uh, it's like Eeyore. Uh, this one would be fun to hear. Darth Vader pretending to be Leia Organa. This is Leia pre the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Matt, what do you mean? <laughs> that was a good impersonation of Vader. I'll give you that. Hang on, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean that's Leia pre rise? I thought you meant when she was sleeping. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's a good one. <laughs> no, that's it, man. That's it. We'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> My lad. Two more. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, Thrawn. Impersonating oh. Jin Erso. Mm. <laughs> it's not a problem when you don't look up. <laughs> <laughs> I rebel <laughs> with a with a yeah with a little smile with a little smirk on his face a while he's wink, doing it. A little wink. You're like, what is wrong with this creep? This blue blue creep sleaze bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and last one. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Lando Carissian <laughs> in person. 
impersonating a Tuscan Raider. <laughs> oh my days. Well, hello there. That's everything I wanted and more. Yeah, yeah, mate. That was the bit. That was it. That's all I wanted to hear was that last one. Sessions impressions. (laughs) (laughs) So that is it. You've heard Luke Bly uh, pretend to be someone, pretend to be someone else who isn't real to great success, especially that layer one. So that is that. As we know, when the game is over, that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions, episode 56 of Star Wars Sessions. However, the fun doesn't end there, my friend. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. That's starwarsessions.co.uk. On Twitter, they can at us at Star Wars Session with no S at the end. That's at Star Wars Session with no S at the end on Twitter. They can slide into our galactic DMs on Instagram at Star Wars Sessions. That's at Star Wars Sessions on Instagram. Or feel free to drop us a cheeky voice note or cheeky email to our email address, which is sws at whatiwatchedtonight.co.uk. That's sws at whatiwatchedtonight.co.uk. And and if you want to support the show further, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Yes, indeed. We're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast. You will find us there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice. And head over to Podchaser. It's the IMDB for podcasts. And it's awesome. So drop us a review on there too. It helps us more than you know, and we love hearing from you guys every week. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell Lando who's doing an impression of a Tuscan Raider. Tell your cousin, the more the merrier. The castle's spicier. Yes, tell Sogarera. Tell him that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, as always, it's see ya. And from Luke... May the force be with you, always. They are Essex-based podcast heroes. Sector is clear. Not clear, not clear. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>